Hello and welcome to another episode of a Brothers Creed podcast where we talk about motivation, experiences, and we explore the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers, and I'm Jared. And I'm Ethan. And today we are going to be talking about the credo of chivalry. We're going to talk a little bit, uh, share a few stories about chivalry, um, maybe some some modern day stories, maybe some some stories of, from antiquity, um, kind of go through what it means to us and how we can apply the credo of chivalry to our own personal creeds and personal development. Excellent. Let's jump in. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Most valuable commodity I know of is information. And that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. Either you're somebody or you're nobody. You're not the devil. You're practice. So chivalry is an interesting attribute. You could, I think that chivalry is uh, one. It can be an attribute of. Uh, it's really a combination of qualities. Uh, in the olden times, it was expe- the combination of qualities expected in a knight, like courage, honor, courtesy, justice, and readiness to help the weak. Also, martial prowess. I love. I love that saying, martial prowess of your your prowess in the battlefield. Uh, but these these codes of chivalry um, were actually a precursor to uh, like the the scout law, uh, which is a, just a, a set of um, qualities that are that make someone noble or or uh, or just. Uh, it's kind of like a creed in itself, I guess. Uh, so in a way. The code yeah. of chivalry is kind of like your personal creed. It's just that creed. Uh, when we talk about credos, though, really those are kind of individual attributes. And so typically when chivalry is referred to uh, in our modern times, uh, it is mostly around like this romantic chivalry uh, that, you know, when people... Being nice, being kind. Courteous and kind, especially with women. Uh, and so... The attributes of kind of courage, honor, I mean, some of those are exemplified, but like mostly in the sense of taking care of a woman. So if you're like, I want a man who is chivalrous, like what that sometimes mean will be like, does he do chivalrous thing? Does he, does he walk on the, on the side of the, if you're walking on the sidewalk, does he work on the, walk on the roadside? Does he open doors for you? Does he put on your jacket? Does he give you compliments? Buy you flowers. Does he buy you flowers? Does he, you know, uh open car doors does he say yes ma'am and no ma'am like those types of things are kind of what chivalry has become in our modern era i guess martial prowess isn't as prevalent uh but uh i i think that so in in that context i think that it is a a very it kind of changes the meaning of what chivalry means i think that as a credo, as like an individual attribute, if we talk about that concept uh, for chivalry and how we treat women, I think it's so important in our in any age, but especially in our modern age. I think that there are some cases where, uh, in many cases, feminism has 
degraded what chivalry means. Uh, if you have someone screaming in your face, I'm just like you and I'm equal to you, uh, then it makes you less likely to want to open the door for that person or you can get your own car door or like, you know, or help you put on your jacket. And I think that like this respect and, and reverence for the, the fairer sex, I, I think that is evident in chivalry uh, sometimes gets lost uh, with these loud screaming feminist voices uh, that are demanding compliance from men or, or demanding equal treatment when really the act of chivalry is treating women with with kind and courteous and like in a special way women want yeah. to be treated. Sh- yeah sh- chivalry definitely feels like men taking care of those around them that are in a certain aspect, maybe physically weaker or whatever it might be, but it's it's men doing the right thing and taking care of and in, in, in protecting those around them. Yeah, when I think of like chivalry, you know, I think of a, a yeah. woman. Maybe maybe there's been situations where like, say your your wife or or someone or a woman is at like the gym and some guy's being a creeper and like following her around and like she goes to the front desk and says, "Hey, kid, you know, maybe to the guy at the front desk, hey, could you walk me out to my car?" And he walks her out to her car just to make sure she's safe. That happens. That kind of thing happens all the time. Or like, you know, pulling up on uh, uh, on someone and saying like, "Hey, is there a problem here? Like, are you guys okay? Are you uh, like that?" Is the type of men that we need in the world is men that will, will protect and watch out for women uh, because there are women are, are very. I would say they're more independent now than they have been in, in all of history, uh, but they're still vulnerable in a sense of physically vulnerable in many ways. That's one reason why I think a lot of women should be, have a concealed carrier or an equalizer uh, of some sort. But I think that there's still a lot of room for men to be chivalrous and, and to watch out for those that may be weaker physically than them or, you know, that courteousness uh, around them. And I think that there's been a couple of times where, uh, you know, there's been, you know, some kind of weird, weirdo guy at the gym doing something but and some then my wife would be like hey can she she knows like she can talk she's you know friends with some people at the gym she's like hey can you keep an eye on this guy and like if he's around me can you just make sure he's not like getting close to me or he's not talking to me or something like that and she's like yeah sure um so i I think that there's a huge need for this in the world and if we get to the point where we're just like yeah well she can take care of herself and we just like ignore this then I think that's the day when men give up on their, I think, God-given uh, job is to protect um, the weak, protect women, and and respect women for for who they are and, and for what. Uh, and we have a role as protectors. That's why I said like these these uh, things of like these attributes in the code of chivalry, like uh, courage, honor, uh, justice. Like those are things that you need too to stand up to someone. You need courage to stand up to some dude who's doing something wrong. Um, I think that one of the sometimes everybody probably has like a, a regrets uh, in their life on like they wish they had taken a certain action but they didn't. Uh, one of the things that I think about uh, that I wish I had done something but I didn't do. It was when I was like in Mexico uh, and I was on my mission and. That we were just walking along the street, and there was these two guys that were walking alongside this woman, and they like had both of her arms, and they were just like force walking her uh, down the street. 
and we were just kind of looking. We were like across the street, and they were walking on the other side of the sidewalk, and I was kind of like, what's going on here? And this guy, um, but I didn't do anything. I just was kind of watching, and this guy in a truck just pulled off the road, like almost onto the sidewalk in his big truck, got out, and was like, you guys get out of here. Like, leave her alone. And, and they went one way, and the girl went the other way. And I was like, that guy... That guy had balls. And that guy was, he had the courage to stand up and say something. And like he was, that's like a personification to me of like that chivalry to protect. Uh, he didn't even know that woman. He didn't know who they was or who those guys were. Um, but he, he pulled his car over onto the sidewalk, got out of his car. He could have easily just been like, oh, I'm in the car. And, you know, just kept going, but he didn't. And so for me, that was kind of. Or they could, or they could have pulled out a gun and shot him. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, so. I don't know. That was kind of an example to me of, of chivalry. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's great. And I kind of think of like, okay, well, what's the opposite of chivalry? The opposite of chivalry chivalry would be, you know, the opposite of protecting someone who's weaker, which would be taking advantage of those who are weaker than you. Yeah. Um, in, in, in lots of these different aspects. I think that, that or, so, or like just being passive, maybe not the opposite, but that's a lack of chivalry. Yeah, yeah, passiveness is is just as as bad as doing the opposite, really. So the uh, obviously there's there's different key aspects that you said um, as far as chivalry goes: courage, honor, loyalty, courtesy, gallantry. You know all these different types of things. Well, the first thing that popped into my head when it came to to chivalry was maybe more of that courage um, aspect. And so the story I had was a story of a of a man named Bill Lindler and uh, an act of courage and uh, let's say some modern day chivalry that that he that he expressed or that he showcased. So in 2018, Hurricane Florence struck the s- southeastern part of the United States, and from this there was. Uh, some there was widespread flooding and a lot of destruction that happened. So Bill Lindler was a firefighter from Charleston, South Carolina. And he was part of a team, a rescue team that was sent out to save people that had been stranded by these quickly rising floodwaters. And so they got sent out, his team, his rescue team, got sent out on a mission to uh, save this elderly woman who was in basically immediate danger. She was uh, stuck in her home, whether I think she might have been handicapped from what the story says, and she she could not um, get out of her home, and the, the floods were coming up. So this woman named Christine Mayhold, Mainhold, she was trapped in her home. The floods were, were rapidly rising. The situation was was getting very, very dire. So Bill and his team, they arrived on the scene, but the, the water had come in in such a way that the current was very, very swift. And because of the height of the water and the current, they could not get their boats in far enough to the house to get to Christine, this elderly woman that was trapped. And so basically without hesitation, uh, Lindler, Bill Lindler, he, he decided to 
take it action, take things into his own hands, and he jumped off of the boat and swam through these strong currents, um, navigated basically the flooded streets of, of where they were, and he was fighting this these riding, rising waters as well. He was fighting currents. He was fighting debris in the water. But finally, when he got to her house, he got inside of her house. He found her clinging uh, halfway in and out of the water um, to a like a pole inside of her home. Man, wow! And um, so he managed to get her free. He managed to get her out of the house and get her to some higher ground that was a little bit further down from where their ho- the house was. Um, he couldn't get her back to the boats just because of the 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 danger of the water but i feel like this is a great example of modern day chivalry it is an example of someone who put others needs before their own it showed courage to jump into this nasty murky alligator disease infested water that probably had dead people floating in it Right, swimming out to save someone else's life who is not capable of of uh, saving themselves mm-hmm. um, f- by no fault of their own, and so this I, don't know, I kind of considered a selfless or courageous act yeah. of chivalry was during a, a natural disaster, and it saved a life. It it really kind of exemplifies some of these maybe let's say modern ideals that we can still instill in our lives today of honor and bravery and putting the well-being of others to a certain extent before our own. Uh, I think as parents, as fathers, a lot of times too, we do that with our own children, with our wives. Sometimes we make sacrifices so that others can uh, be comfortable or, or um, you know, I'm talking about our kids and we make sacrifices so that um, you know, we basically support those that are not strong enough to support themselves. Mm-hmm. Going back to yeah, like we talked about at the beginning in that 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 chivalry. So yeah. that was a story that I thought was really cool. I love it. Uh, that was a great great story. It, what a cool uh, heroic story of someone really. Diving in literally uh, to, to save someone else. That <laughs> Head first. They yeah. may not have even known. So really cool story. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, I think chivalry is definitely an aspect of our own personal creed that we can apply to our life. Um, the, the conversations that we've had today and with courage and you know, courtesy and discipline and everything else that goes along with chivalry. If you wrap it all into one thing, it is taking care of others who potentially can't take care of themselves. I think it is something definitely that would build anyone's creed. So let's uh, apply it to our lives. Let's see what we can do to become better. And let's build that creed together. Let's do it.